It's Monday the 15th of November 2021. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to the Week in Iceland Anniversary Special, the programme that has been asking for three whole years what it is that's been happening in Iceland the past week, why it happened and why we should care. As the show is stepping into its fourth year of existence, it's only fitting to keep up with the enjoyable annual tradition of going back to where it all started, to my guests from the very first ever episode in late 2018. Both still here at Ruv, uh, three years of the wiser maybe, but younger than ever. Of course, it's Birte Björnsdottir and Thorhildur Olafsdottir. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in the news this week has been in no small part this blessed coronavirus that's continuing. Um, yep, it's the 50-person limit back again, Mars are everywhere and the booster shot campaign starts today for everybody over 16 years old um, I'm sure we're going to want to talk about that <clears throat> In other health news, psychologists are sorely needed, not least because of the effects of the pandemic, but their qualifications are not automatically leading to licences to practice. Other continuing news at the end of the COP26 conference is that a deal is being described as positive progress, but tinged with disappointment, and one that manages to keep the 1.5 degree target alive, barely. Iceland's contribution to the summit and what its outcomes might mean for the upcoming government are very much being discussed these days. Another tourist died last week at Reynesfjara Beach, uh, reviving concern that people ignore the many warning signs and also bringing to light details of plans that have been shelved up until now and that could have saved lives. The Directorate of Education is in turmoil after an explosive report into management and staff morale revealed a toxic working atmosphere that could possibly have been avoided if the Minister of Education had been told about it before rehiring the Directorate's boss last year. The world of politics is still in limbo as the committee investigating the vote counts in the northwest of Iceland is still hard at work and the new government has still not been announced. And finally, just to inject a little bit of positive news, um, the unemployment rate dropped very slightly at a time of year when it's more usual for it to go up. Um, However, November to February are still expected to see the normal seasonal rise. Where would you like to begin? Probably COVID. We have to. Yeah. (laughs) I think that we could never expect that when we did this first time three years ago that we would be sitting here just, you know, recently took down our masks and are yeah. uh, forced again to eat our uh, food here in house of trace and, you know, everything is, yeah, we, we're sitting in the middle of a world pandemic, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, all our meetings in teams and, uh, you know, mm. and everything uh, around us is being cancelled or... Uh, you know, mm-hmm. at, at least in the dire stra- uh, 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 likely to be cancelled. Um, <clears throat> when we did this show, sorry, when we did this show three years ago, as you say, this would have been unimaginable. Uh, when we did the show two days ago, we had just heard about this mm-hmm. in in China. Yeah. And when we sure. did this show one year ago, it was on Teams. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such a long process. Yeah, but, you know, it's nice to be here together. We have that at least. That's true, uh, that's true. We have um, at least all of us uh, two vaccinations mm-hmm. in our body. The third, uh, we're being called in as the rest of the nation into that. Waiting for the text message. Yeah, waiting for the text message. Um, I mean, uh, Icelanders are in general all vac- vaccinated. They have accepted the vaccination and, uh, and it is thought to be that uh, most people will accept the third vaccination as well. Um, so, I mean, that is a very positive. Uh, but of course, people are asking, like, we have all these restrictions. Uh, 
even though we have all the vaccination, how how does this coexist? Because uh, the other should be eliminating the the the, the thing um, that is COVID and us always uh, having. Uh, the different lives with it. That's true. Yeah. And people keep saying, you know, this is going to be a part of our lives now, whether we like it or not. Mm. So we have to get used to it. But like you mentioned, okay, we, we are a part of the plan. We get vaccinated and, you know, take precautions to wear masks and everything. But still, you know, there's always a risk that, you know, now we can only be 50 people together. Everyone is cancelling their Christmas parties. And, you know, so it's, yeah, so kind of like a cliffhanger. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And mm. um, what about the issue of... of, of trust and and the effectiveness of ongoing restrictions because you know we were not expecting this 50 person limit to come back least of all this summer mm-hmm. yeah um how are people feeling about it it is it, it has become a political issue it yeah. is yeah that's true that's that that, that has changed yeah Especially now when they're trying to form a government, like we are probably going to talk about a bit later in the show but mm. yeah it has definitely become a political Mm-hmm. And also, you know, not just in Iceland, you can see that it is happening in other countries as well. Mm-hmm. In other countries, though, a lot of other countries, it was political from day one. True. Yeah, but we managed to um, keep it out of, out of the politics for uh, unusually long time, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's true. And just to have the scientists, you know, take make almost all the decisions and be, yeah. uh, you know, in the front. Yeah. Mm. Uh, answering questions and everything. But now uh, what has changed now is it's sort of like... A, uh, argument going on between uh, those who are connected with the hospital, who is at the max capacity, and the people in the political arena that are saying just like, you know, this is this is the job, just you do the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, it's uh, you can see frustration arising like uh, uh, all around social media. Mm. I mean, the Twitter fights have been... Uh, almost violent between yeah. people uh, taking uh, different sides. And that's kind of the biggest, you know, political debate about regarding the coronavirus. I mean, we, we have not had, you know, big protests against, you know, vaccinations or anything mm-hmm. here in Iceland. But, yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, all these restrictions that are being, you know, put on us, they are because of, you know, of the hospital, what the hospital can do and what how many people the hospital can, you know, uh, have in this... Uh, in the ICU. And yeah. so far, there's yeah. very little the hospital itself can do about that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the government has been promising certain things and it's very debatable whether or not they've delivered on those promises over well, the last Well, the people in the hospital, hospital say the the government hasn't given us anything. But the government say that, you know, it's, it's, it's very possible to manage this hospital with the money you're getting. You just need to rearrange or do something differently. Yeah, yeah. but so, rearranging in the hospital means that they are delaying uh, um, all sorts of surgeries yeah. that people have been maybe waiting for for, for, for two years now. Mm-hmm. So um, and the lists were were long before. COVID, yeah, and the, so. yeah. So it, it's just adding on to a problem that um, the uh, the people in the hospital has been like talking about for years, mm-hmm. and they are getting very frustrated mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. The, that they are always they are always left to deal with the consequences of the the government action that is now like why don't they go into fuller uh, restriction and you know what mm-hmm. does that mean for us. Like you are leaving us in the in the difficult um, with all the difficulties. Yeah, absolutely. And I was listening to the radio this morning. There was two politicians on. I forget who it was to be honest with you, but um, one of them was saying that when the pandemic hit Iceland, there was widespread talk about st- opening a COVID ward, yeah, a proper mm-hmm. dedicated COVID ward, and that that hasn't happened. 
and that we wouldn't need these restrictions now if it had have happened. That's arguably true. Um, but the benefits of doing so and the costs involved and, and looking that far into the future to know it was worth it, that's where the uncertainty lies. Yeah, like we didn't know how long this was going to last. I mean, everything, when it first came here to Iceland in early 2020, I think mm. we all, you know, were, okay, fine, we're going to stay at home for a couple of months and then, you know, next fall or next Christmas we're going to go abroad. Mm-hmm. But here we are almost two years later and no one knows what's going to happen next. And that's also the uh, problem with the hospital is that they both lack um, uh, just space. We don't have enough buildings to just put patients in and we also lack manpower. Mm. So even if we would establish a COVID-19 facility, something that is a part of the hospital, hospital, like where should we put it up and uh, where should we get the people to work in it? Yeah, who's going to work there? That's true. But the the other thing is it is... um, we we see it so much here in Ruv because we have entertainers and musicians coming in, into the house because we have like a, a music radio channel here and stuff like that. And it's you can sense the struggle that the people in the entertaining arts are um, having because mm. Christmas... Christmas musicals are very popular in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Like you go to Christmas concerts, it's like a, a, a Icelandic tradition that you you at least go to one or two mm-hmm. in December. So there are loads of people um, that just rely on people doing that, and then also the restaurants or bars uh, rely on people going out. Yeah, and uh, all the Christmas parties at yeah. the workplaces that you know, comedians this, are going to. This and... is just this is this is very important for uh, people in the in uh, in uh, in these um, professions, and they are just like. What are we supposed to expect? Because there is already a talk about even uh, uh, stronger restrictions that will be put on, what is it, next week? or These are supposed to, uh, these are supposed to last, last for two, two weeks, two right? Weeks, yeah. yeah, and then maybe and then we after that week we, we, will, we mm. will go into like uh, even stricter restrictions. And so that is going to be very difficult for people uh, in the restaurant and bars and entertainment uh, that's true because, yeah, like you said, it's going to be the, the second Christmas in a row that, you yeah, know, yeah. this is because, you know, like we remember, everyone was doing their Christmas parties via Teams last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and I think no one is excited to do that again. <laughs> no. If the current restrictions work out as hoped, uh, as they have been hoped for, two weeks from now they could get less severe and the Christmas could be saved. That's true. Yeah, we but still the numbers are rising, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and always, you know, a lot of people who are getting, uh, yeah, get positive tests now are n- uh, not in quarantine. So yeah. that tells us that this is kind of everywhere. And uh, there was a, a story this morning that about, you know, almost every school in in, in Reykjavik is affected by this somehow. Mm-hmm. The whole classrooms are just, you know, at home waiting because someone tested positive in the classroom. Yeah. Okay, let's not dwell too much on COVID. No, no, but before, is, we, before we move on, though, can we just quickly talk about uh, vaccination? Because this is a very important new phase and it's starting today. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on? Uh, people are getting the third dose, those who want. And I, like Thorhildur mentioned, I think most of people do are going to be a part of it. And they are doing it like last t- time. They're, you know, preparing the Lugatalshatl and are 
you know, expecting thousands of people coming to get vaccinated, getting mm. the third dose. Yeah, we're going to finish before Christmas. Yeah, finish all the people. nation. Everybody, yeah. everybody is offered it, and you know, most people will accept it, and uh, so we will yeah. go there again with our mask, standing in line, mm-hmm. having a nice. <coughs> Some very nice nurse. Yeah, poke our hands. Poke our hands for a few seconds. They yeah. were actually, considering the stress of the job, they were very nice. I thought very nice. Yeah. Very it's nice. A nice atmosphere there. It is yeah. a very nice atmosphere, yeah. and I I love how um, the people who are working there have managed to make this just all in all a very like pleasant and uplifting experience. I totally agree. Do you know are we all going to get Pfizer or are they? You know, I think it is. Okay, yeah. it's not going to be Janssen. No, no not they, they've authorized Moderna, yeah. but they're not going to really be using it. Okay. It's yeah. Pfizer, yeah. Just uh, give me anything. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, yes, that's a huge change. When they first announced the third shot a few weeks ago, they said, well, we'll probably try to get everybody done by the end of March. Mm-hmm. Now it's by the end of this year. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a big, big, big project. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. But they have some experience in it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boy, do they. They're yeah. getting very good at it. Yes. <laughs> Um, okay, where should we go on to next? I actually want to. I'm I'm very inter- interested in this tragic um, um, tra- tragic accident that happened in uh, Reynisfjara mm. mm-hmm. because um, it is w- one of the most popular tourist spots in Iceland. Uh, but it, it is a very unusual beach, even in Icelandic mm. standards. That is, it is one of the black beaches, but the waves that happens there are. Um, are fatal, can be very fatal. And very unpredictable. Very mm. unpredictable. And now we had the fourth fatal incident in the past 10 years. This uh, past week, a uh, Chinese woman was uh, swept by the waves and carried out to sea and found dead a uh, few hours later. Um, and this has yet again uh, um, made uh, people... Just look into the situation that happens here, there, um, and uh, how should we react? This very popular tourist spot, uh, fatal incidents, and people who have been swept by the waves and nearly saved. And um, it it is debated, like how it should be done. Mm -hmm. But the guides in Iceland, they all who go there with people, they know the, um, know how it, dangerous it is and they tell the people in when they come there like this is a very dangerous like see there is warning signs or signs all over and then even though tourists behave irresponsibly um, around uh, this beach and um, and so there was a guy that was interviewed uh, here at Ruven. he was saying that what we need is just boots on the ground uh, a people uh, a person with authority mm. who can just put up uh, limits or restriction that people will obey you know uh, mm. the thing is always like uh, like we know with the uh, volcano eruption in yeah. the Reykjanes, people will not always obey restriction but still if there is a person saying like do not pass this point here mm-hmm. then you are in danger and even p- if people do that then then it's just their responsibility but somebody who's there to just tell the things because it is obvious that the um, warning signs and the talk of the uh, guides who go there and everything that has been put up there for over the years it's not working people are still being um, killed there 
And I feel like we're kind of talking about this again. You remember maybe two or three years ago, this happened a lot mm-hmm. when the tourists, you know, when uh, all of these tourists were coming to Iceland. And then we talked about this a lot. And, you know, this debate you're describing, I mean, what can be done and what should be done. And then, of course, last summer, not so many tourists came to Iceland. And then this fatal accident happened. So then you kind of just get... The, okay, we're still here, nothing has happened, is this still going to be, you know, a debate and then people are going to die, you know, every other yeah. month and, you know, what can what can we do? I think the debate is different this time because, in at least to what I've heard, in the past it's mostly been, oh, people are just ignoring these signs. There's loads of signs and they're being ignored. This past week, though, we've been hearing more about what has been proposed in the past and hasn't been done, yeah. even though mm-hmm. it's been proposed. And yeah. some talk about maybe the landowners not wanting it Although they've denied this, yeah, true. Um, things like what was it? A system of flags, a flashing light, maybe yeah. even mm-hmm. the ability to close the beach on the worst days. Yeah, and and this hasn't been done, but could have been. The thing with this beach is uh, for people who are listening and and uh, maybe have been there or, or are planning to go there. It is, it is of course, it's mesmerizing to be there. And the thing is that you, you just. You look at the open ocean and it's often very violent, violently, uh, just magically big waves. And um, this beach is beautiful. And the thing is that you, uh, you're drawn to the sea. I, I think this is something that just us as human, like all have, we are drawn to the sea. The thing is that is estimated like every eighth or twelfth wave is uh, larger than the other one. So you maybe see like... Uh, small waves coming and going you think okay this is fine like i i have i have uh, like my feet are on the ground and this is okay and you approach the sea and then comes the uh, big wave mm-hmm. and they it comes very quickly and because it is sand it um you lose feet like you you get stuck into the sand and then you just lose your feet and you fall over and the wave just catches you mm-hmm. this is just crazy how it happens and how quickly it happens and how people just all of a sudden are uh, being swept away. And the thing is that, I mean, what people are saying like, oh, the stupidity stupidity of uh, tourists. But the thing is like, we have to think about it relatively as well, because this is a very unusual beat. And uh, these are are just... um, Something is happening there that people that are coming from abroad maybe do not understand. This is just a first hand, uh, first time experience. Something is happening there that they just don't expect. And like, if I as an Icelander, like I have no idea how I am supposed to survive a German uh, traffic, mm-hmm. like the 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 autobahn in Germany where they go like two hundred kilometers per hour. I mean. I don't know how to be in that. I don't know how to be in a desert. desert. Mm-hmm. Like I traveled to Egypt and I behaved very irresponsibly there uh, in a desert. Like, and But how how was I supposed to know? Because yeah, even though you got, you know, maybe there were yeah, signs. Yeah, you yeah. The, you know, I read all you. the travel books and yeah. I listened to the guides mm-hmm. and, you know, I saw the signs. But there, this is just this is just what you do. You're mm-hmm. in just some new environment and you... It's, it doesn't mean that you're stupid. It's just this is just outside of your past experience. That's a good point, and maybe also has something to do with you know basic human uh, nature that you know it's not going to happen to me. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. We always think yeah. that. Yep. Okay. Anything else to add, or should we move on? 
just have to move on, just with the hope that, you know, something's going to change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And in the meantime, everybody that visits the beach or visits anywhere for that matter, be careful yeah. and stay alert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, where should we go to? Um, there's the Climate Change Summit. The Directorate of Education is an interesting one. Obviously, politics is ongoing <laughs> and unemployment. Should we take the politics for a mm-hmm. few minutes? Yes. Because uh, there were, of course, elections here. Can remember when? <laughs> was it? <laughs> 25th of Christmas. No, yeah, it was exactly. September, yeah, yeah. End of September. Yeah. So, and still no government has been formed, although they have been talking a lot together and it, it looks like it's going to be well, the same been, parties. You is know? it because they're just waiting for the no, committee? No, they say that, yeah, they're, yeah. they're just, just waiting. Yeah. Do that's we know when it, that's going to be? It's everything no. it is in a bit of a pickle. Isn't it? <laughs> it is, yeah. And <laughs> it's very expression. interesting about this, you know, this committee that's <clears throat> sorry supposed to research what went wrong during <clears throat> the election. They're, I think they're, the last I saw that they're planning a trip to Borkanes again. Again. Yeah. That would be number three, wouldn't it? Yeah. Four, I think. Oh, four. Three or four, mm. yeah. Mm. And I imagine it's kind of necessary to go there and everything, but yeah. I have. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I don't know. I have a lot of this, questions as well. How this works, but of course, I mean, everything has to be researched well, and I understand that. But it's, uh, everything regarding, you know, forming a government and researching this is taking quite a lot of time. And I, not that I'm, you know, anticipating that people protest, but people don't, just don't seem to care. Yeah, that's the funny thing. And like, yeah. we, we have, like, a. Uh, a non-existent government yeah, there, for we, weeks now yeah. and months, no. months, <laughs> and and you're just like yeah, la di da. Yeah, and this is just like if maybe it's because how, of COVID. How, I don't know. But, I, but, I have no. Yeah, exactly. I just like why aren't there are we? There are news. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what what that can tell and, us. And that... and even the uh, the minister like what what the, then the former minister of uh, and and environment uh, environmental and he's kind of, he, he was at the cop uh, yeah. the co- uh, the the cop conference and he was just like yeah we like of course because we don't have like 16 uh, government we can't mm. really like i i don't have the authority to go further in uh, Icelandic mm-hmm. plans in that and we were just like why don't we have an existing <laughs> government you knew i this mean what has happened in glasgow here? i mean yeah. Mm. yeah i know it's a it's just weird in it, all sorts of ways it is. but it's still it's also just a question of democracy and of course this committee that is constantly in Borkanes uh, <laughs> looking into things they have to of course yeah. work, work very carefully mm-hmm. and that takes time but but how much time? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they they had indicated, not promised, but they'd indicated that they would give us their results, their outcomes over a week ago. Then it was postponed. They said probably this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, still nothing. Do but, we any updates on that? No, not, not that I've heard of. But <laughs> and 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 and, and uh, just being maybe a newly elected uh, uh, MP. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, when are can you can go to work? Uh, yeah. Do you wake up in the morning and get dressed and do you go to work? And how so if Althing <laughs> is just closed and there's nothing happening there and you don't even know if you're a part of a government or how it is going, like who is... It's just, it's just weird. Like you have been question. assigned, <laughs> like you, 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 you have, like you have, you You're get a new, a new job. job. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, uh, uh, you have this Seinfeld episode. Where you're just like, you have a, a new job, you think so, and you go to work, but you're not like sure, but you just go there anyway, or. <laughs> no projects, yeah. and, you know. Just like you're waiting for something or. to happen. Yeah. 
you get really familiar with how the coffee machine works. Yeah, and true. And it's just like, yeah. But maybe you're still they're getting paid, to but you're not doing anything. Yeah, and maybe they're getting to know one another. It's maybe a Where? good start. Because you can't even meet. Oh, so that's a just good point, yeah. Teams meeting. <laughs> that's true. It's just weird. And yeah. it, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about all these new... Because there are loads of new MPs being uh, uh, yeah. that were elected. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, and they're just, what are they doing? The poor guys. That's a good question. Yeah. Mm. And I also think why it's because the three parties that are going to continue working together, I think it's a bit interesting that how long, I know this has something to do with the research, of course, and, you know, now they said that they're not going to uh, pronounce, no, not in a, not tell how, how the government's going to work until that is finished. I understand that. But still, I mean, even though before that became such a big, you know, issue, uh, they have been working together for four years and, you know, are, are saying that, you know, that went well and, you know, they want to, see if they can continue to work together. Why is it taking so long? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're already married. Uh, yeah, I mean, true. Uh, but they, do they really have to... <laughs> Relationship council is taking... Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I wonder what sort of criticism they might get if they did announce the new government before Parliament is able to come together. Maybe that would. Maybe that's why they're doing it. Yeah, I understand why they're waiting, but, you know, after maybe four weeks, they were still saying, you know, to reporters, like... Yeah, we don't. We haven't discussed any, you know, uh, who's going who's to gonna take be, over yeah, what ministry no, no. and what st- stuff like that. Yeah. And and what like what is also happening in the ministries? Like, how are they functioning? Mm. Maybe they're just functioning great when there is no minister like being yeah. <laughs> throwing his uh, or her p- political agenda around, and finally just the yeah best days at work. <laughs> <laughs> All the people in the ministry with their specialities just yeah. was like yeah, finally we have just some time to finish. It's a good question. We yeah. should yeah. the qualified and experienced experts yeah. are, are getting to do their jobs. Yeah. yeah, maybe that is why we are not like. Should we just leave? Um, the 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 governor of Iceland to, <laughs> to the professionals yeah the, to, yeah the bureaucrats yeah to specialists at yeah. the embassies yeah what are we communists <laughs> <laughs> what is next <laughs> yes indeed uh, we we are running out of time but just a couple of minutes maybe to touch on one of the other subjects um, maybe the unemployment news um, because it all relates to the pandemic and the tourism and mm-hmm. everything else at the moment um, hasn't been as bad as feared um, but yeah, it's probably going to go up in this the winter is go- yeah, yeah. The, of course um, it all depends I think on how uh, if there are, are going to be restriction in COVID uh, after two weeks I think probably the uh, the Christmas uh, are going to be uh, slow mm-hmm. so yeah. people who uh, usually get work around December because there is like uh, you know influx in uh, restaurants and bars concerts and, and concerts yeah. and stuff like that you can always get like jobs uh, regarding this if this that is not going to come in I think um, this is probably going down quite a lot in December yeah 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 and um, if they continue and, with the, and if they continue mm. with these restrictions that are now I mean like the shopping malls and all yeah, you know yeah, big yeah. shops that you know get a lot done before Christmas. Yeah, and a lot of people, uh, Very kids difficult. from school that yeah. you know take uh, jobs in like these shops after mm. they finish the exams. Maybe it's not no use for them now if it's going to be a slow Christmas. We don't know. Yeah, and my impression is that the two weeks of restrictions now maybe hasn't had such a great impact on on foreign tourism because it was so quick, so mm-hmm. sudden. Yeah, uh, but if it was going to extend, that would probably bite as well, especially yeah, yeah. in the lowest part of the year. But maybe these rates that you're telling us about tell us that you know a lot of companies have 
kind of adjusted to COVID because of course there was a big shock when you know this okay. first came but yeah. now that everyone has kind of adjusted their function to what COVID might bring us mm. yeah yeah so what our conclusion is we're We're just positive. It, yes, we're optimistic. It, yeah, we're optimistic. Yes. But still, all the topics that we took on here is just like we just leave them with like what? Oh, yeah. that's true. Okay, we that have to find because we're just like waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Okay. Regarding COVID, the government, the Rainishara, you know, like we are just waiting for actions. And Basically, everything that we that talked about is yeah. just like meh. Yeah. It's a little bit like Groundhog Day. It is. Which is kind of appropriate for an anniversary show. <laughs> <laughs> here we are yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, here we are again. Um, and, and thank you again. That seems like a good moment to finish it. Um, the Week in Iceland will be back with you again next week, Monday the 22nd of November on roof.is forward slash English, Roof English on Facebook through the Roof app and your favourite podcast platform. That just leaves me to thank my guests today, Birte Björnsdottir and Thor Hildur Olafsdottir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also to thank you, the dear listeners, uh, for your support over the past year. I hope you will continue to listen to The Week in Iceland and find it useful or entertaining at least some of the time. <laughs> We finished today's programme with a 2015 song from Almoti Sol. It's called Ammaili. Bye for now. Dreamer, the team flew from here. Flew to